Going beyond the headlines? Getting to the heart of the story. Calgary Today with Joe McFarland on 770 CHQR. Good Wednesday afternoon. Hope you're enjoying all the sunshine. Oh, look, it's minus eight. What a lovely day today. It was the, let's say, clasp that was heard around the world and viewed by everyone. The clasp I'm talking about is just a little clasp that was on the back of a figure skating outfit. Gabriella Papadakis and Guillaume Cicerone from France. You've heard about it by now. And she continued to skate an incredible performance while trying to hold on to her costume. Yesterday, if you were with me, in the afternoon, I talked with an assistant professor of media studies. And she had asked if any social media user could think twice before they hit retweet or share. She talked about the humiliation that Gabriella Papadakis had felt. Now, in my little four-minute conversation with the professor, I didn't have a chance to say, wait a second, why do we make such a big deal of a nipple being exposed? Had Guillaume Cicerone's shirt opened... I don't think people would have been going, whoa, let's retweet this. Let's embarrass her even more or him even more. And so I wanted to go back to that topic with a different professor, though. (laughs) This time I'm inviting (laughs) Rebecca Sullivan, coordinator of the Women's Studies Program at the University of Calgary to join me. Hello, Rebecca. Hello there. Not sure if you had a chance to see it live or if you saw it retweeted, but what were some of your thoughts when you you watched Gabriella and Guillaume as they skated while she tried to maintain her composure while her outfit was falling apart? You know, I uh, fortunately missed the actual event, but what I did see that had me going back going, wait, what happened, Mm -hmm. was her in tears. And her saying that it was awful, that it was, you know, humiliating, it was distressing. And if that isn't enough to get people to stop and pause and reflect, then what is? You know, it was, it happened. And it shouldn't have happened. It's certainly not her fault that it happened. I'm pretty confident she doesn't even, she doesn't do her up her own clap. (laughs) Yeah. So I just I just felt so badly for for her and I felt you know this is so indicative of the way in which um we regard women in the media women in performance we want we demand a um excessively um feminist uh, not feminist i no. wish it was an excessively feminine pardon me mm-hmm. or feminized and sexualized performance you do not need to wear that much makeup in order to skate that well in fact i think it hinders and yet we ask for these provocative costumes we ask for the glamorous makeup and hair we ask for things that detract from the physicality of the sport and then you know the the mob mentality of 
you know, titillation and 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 shaming is it's just it's reprehensible. Well, Rebecca, there's two conversations we could have here. The one being the longer one with social media, because even when I talked to the professor in media studies yesterday, I said, you know, sadly, I think the horse has left the barn. If you are trying to ask anyone on social media to have responsibility, you know, you haven't spent much time on social media, which I think is the (laughs) sad, which is, I think is the sad part. So that's the one conversation. I'll park that one. The other conversation, though, I think is you're right. So we, so we sexualize women more so than men and then because it's a breast we've already sexualized the breast so we either make them feel so ashamed or embarrassed as opposed to a society and I think it's our puritanical society that thinks this is whoa look at that it was a breast and let's make sure everyone sees it so I think there's also that confusion yeah yeah absolutely we 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 create this untenable double bind in which, um, you know, women must show enough, but not too much. But then again, if you show too little, then you know you, you know, have people screaming at you, uh, um, you know, and trying to rip off your uh, your uh, over excessively modest clothing. You know, <laughs> like we just have this policing of women's bodies in completely untenable rules that. Are they just? They're impossible for women to follow in general. We have these occasional eruptions. I guarantee you, we're going to have another one on the summer. Maybe I'll be on. Maybe a different feminist media <laughs> studies prop will be on to talk about. You know what? I guarantee will happen, which is a public pool somewhere is going to shame a little girl for trying to swim topless. <laughs> Well, we had the whole yeah. na- we had the whole naked swimming conversation. I'm lumping we it into this too. We have naked swimming conversations. We have um, we have pools, you know, banning you know six year old girls um, from public spaces because they're topless. We have this obsession not not an obsession with the breast per se, but an obsession with policing mm. the woman's breast. Well, and I and that's I yeah, a problem. Yeah, even when I read about how she, Gabriella, felt it was her worst nightmare. I think it was her worst nightmare as a figure skater that anything goes wrong that distracts you from the performance. I understand that part as well. Yeah. But what what almost surprised me was, wait, she's from France, where I think in Europe they are much more comfortable in their bodies. I would almost like for her to have said, it happened. Yeah, big deal. Okay, whatever you want to say out there on Twitter, um, go for it. But it's not a big deal to me so I, I we just haven't got to that point yet i feel well i mean she certainly hasn't there could have been other people who hasn't and, and it's up to her you know she has a right to have whatever relationship with her body yeah. and with modesty that she wants regardless of her nationality um and i think but i think what you're touching on here too is the um um the problems within her community, within her profession, within figure skating, which really polices women's femininity Mm. and sexuality. So if she did not, I'm concerned that if she did not perform appropriately her shame and her abjection, that this could have backfired on her with the judges who felt, you know, she had, you know, not upheld this, 
again, completely untenable criteria mm-hmm. of feminine sexuality in this sport, which is a sport. And if anything, I think a sport should ban makeup, you know. Yeah. I because will. it could, you know, if my mascara runs in my eyes, I can't see a darn thing. <laughs> Well, and I think it has its roots in performance. And if we want to go back to performance, then we're also looking at stage performers and do they, you know, they want to be able to see their eyes, the audience. So I I know that. uh, That's another conversation. Maybe she, you know, maybe there's some obligation there within her, her community that if she doesn't perform an appropriate level of shame, that those in charge might, you know, get back at her later well it is a judge sport exactly you know and what among the things they are judging is you know presentation there's a reason that much money is going in to outfits that just barely cover mm-hmm. yeah you know, so when did we get into this standard and i see it in the junior levels I see gobs of makeup. I see professional hairstylists. I see short, short, short cutting up outfits on children, on very young children. It is so there's a there's already a real issue there about what we expect from women athletes in what I'll call feminized sports, you know, gymnastics, skating, these, and they're judged. And they are. Right? They are literally judged for their presentation, meaning for their bodies. Rebecca, you've opened up a lot of conversation. I appreciate your time. Oh, you can tell it's a passion. (laughs) Thanks again. You bet. Rebecca Sullivan, coordinator of the Women's Studies Program at the University of Calgary. I want to hear from you. 403-974-8255. There are a lot of issues at play here. The one that I wanted to focus on, though, was after my conversation yesterday with a media studies professor who really just was putting it out there to social media users. You know, think twice before retweeting. (laughs) retweeting because think of how humiliated uh, Gabrielle was but but then I say why does she have to be humiliated why are we already saying oh my gosh you must be so embarrassed because you exposed yourself on international worldwide television it's this weird relationship we have when it comes to our bodies and we've had it before when we talked about the naked swimming events we'll have it again in the future as rebecca mentioned but your thoughts on this 403-974-8255 first of all you bet i can't stand social media when people glom onto these things and ridicule someone or judge someone but i i almost wish we could come to a point in our life where it's like okay big deal 403-974-8255. Back after this.